Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks today. And here we are on Psalm number 61, and I'm pretty happy about that. We're coming to you from Bossier City, Louisiana tonight. So God's so good to us. We're in a... It's not Louisiana. It's Louisiana. I thought it was awesome. Well, and and let me just say this. When you speak as perfect as Stephanie... Oh, no, no, I love the accent. And it she, just and she's and she's got funny. that nasal voice, and there she is picking on mine. But I love her voice. <laughs> so, folks, I just I want, do have a nasal voice. It I, drives I, me I, I just want to go on record as saying this: if my voice was as good as hers, all I would do is talk. That's all you need to know. No, you I, have the I radio do say voice. Anners, I do say things. I, you know, this is a tough way to start a podcast. I mean, here we are. We got a <laughs> podcast to do, and and. Uh, and I, instead of being a music killer, I'm the... You are the, you are the speech killer now. Yeah, and, I am, but, I am but anyway, so sorry. Folks, we hope this finds you well. We're doing really well, and, and uh, God's been so good to us. We're just coming off a great week at uh, mm. uh, Southland Christian Camp, which is about an hour and, you know, an hour and a few minutes from here. And we, we left there, and we went over, and uh, we got some food at Chili's, and, and everybody ate well. I thought that uh, Debbie really enjoyed her food. She had a bowl with all that all the goodies inside of it and and uh stephanie tried to be good but she hammered some of the fry because you know as i go through this health plan i've i've, I've positioned myself as i can i can pick out sometimes and i did and i and, cannot and it and was I too, did. It and was I got too sick. much it was too much praise god for enzymes yeah it yeah, was good yeah. though it was good because too. like i i have like a fist in my stomach right now still yeah I'm and so it's there and, and it's like it's punching me you know <laughs> and then we watched this movie uh, something about the red, uh, red fern grows. Where the red fern grows. Where the red fern grows. About Let me tell you two something. Dogs, yeah. So, so we came in and they had every, you know, uh, except old Yella. We're missing old Yella. I got to go look around in the other rooms. It might be old Yella somewhere, but they had those movies that make you kind of cry mm-hmm. that are hanging around here right now. And, and, uh, so anyway, we watched where the red fern grows and, uh, uh, Stephanie was quick to tell Debbie and I it was going to end bad, and one dog died of a broken heart. I know. I said, it's very sad. I heard one time about this dog who died of a broken heart because. <laughs> that is not going to end well. Well, let me let me just say this, folks. I I, I want to tell you this. Uh, Stephanie's at a decision point with. Uh, Actually, I think she's beyond the decision point. I'm trying to take her back to the decision point because I think Thor is the best-looking dog ever, except for my Luke that we had in New York who's already in dog heaven. But I, <laughs> I, I think Thor needs to have a wife and needs to go on with his life. and That's all I'm talking about. Well, we could get to the podcast now. Is <laughs> What do we know about Thor? How's Thor doing right now? I don't know, Doug. I haven't seen him in a week, but... I am suspicious he's hanging out with all of his, you know, the fellow dog. The driveway dwellers. 
Yeah. All of his dog aunts and uncles. Well, I guess it'd be uncles and then his dog cousins, so to speak. My sister has a dog, so we say that they're dog cousins. And so, these dogs dwell in the driveway. Yeah. They do. They dwell on your dad's driveway. Yeah. Dwelling in your dad's driveway. But Thor has his nice little kennel. I'm, Is there biblical? Uh, what's biblical for dwelling in a driveway? I don't know. I don't think there is. I don't think driveways was... Driveways were not around then. But they talk about an accord. Oh, my word. <laughs> that is the furthest stretch. That's a, that's a reach hermeneutically. Yeah, all in you one accord. You on that Let one. me tell you, there's not a lot of people that can fit in one accord. They're a lot bigger, but they got the lower roof line. I hit my head. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so um, I just want to go back in, 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 in the Southland and... and uh, in the imp very important part right here. And I think camp was great. It was a ladies-only camp. We really enjoyed that. And we're looking at having a uh, husband-wife family thing coming up this November, October, somewhere in there. Stephanie's coming back, actually, and, and she's going to have a break from Debbie and I. She's going to be with all her kids. Uh, and uh, they're coming back, uh, like, the last weekend of September, the first weekend of October, they're doing back-to-back -back ladies' conferences. Mm -hmm. And so if, if you're a lady out there, it's not a PTSD theme. It's just, you know, strengthening a lady. It'll be like Thursday night, Friday, And those, night, are, Friday, those are hosted by Southland. Those it's are got, Southland. They're hosted by Southland. And, and they're first class. The food was really good. Oh, Southland is one of the, oh. it's one of my favorite places in the world. And if I have one complaint, honestly, about Southland's food this week, is it was probably too good. You know, because you just say, wanted to eat it. Yeah. Their salads, since oh. I'm doing salads. Oh, salad peeps. Yeah. I mean, oh my goodness. But David was there. And we got, yeah, yeah. It was a good, it was a good week. I really, the yeah. Lord really blessed. Yeah. And talking about David the psalmist, which is where we're going here in a oh, second. Oh, okay, okay. But anyway, I think favorite meal of the week, just quickly. So, For me? Yeah. Favorite well, that they had in the cafeteria. Wow. I did salads every, every meal. Yeah. Um, I think the so, lasagna. So as I didn't do who the was, lasagna. Who's transitioned so. to some food? It was like six pounds in a. Uh, the I'd say for me, because of my diet, they did the one night with hamburgers, and I just did, did a hamburger with some, a few yeah. um, caramelized onions, which is technically not on plan, but and then some mustard. And he made a ton. He made like a bag of onions. Oh man! But that that hamburger probably because I hadn't had one in so long. Yeah. With yeah. a side, with a massive side salad, and I thought was that cold. was awesome. What's, that, what's the deal with that with Louisiana? You know, and you notice I didn't say er, because <laughs> but it was cold anyway. So David, we walked five miles every day. That was pretty every awesome. single day five miles. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, folks, you can do it too. I mean, it was hard. We had different people walk with us. We had dogs bark at us. All kinds of great things happened. And uh, but anyway, here we are on Psalm sixty-one and. And, and, you know, I think these psalms applied to our lives uh, is exactly what God intends. And I think praying through these, you, you said something, Stephanie, a while back about, about praying. You know what we forgot to do? You might be a knucklehead. And it's your turn because I did, we just listened to the one I just did. So you might be a knucklehead if. So what would, what would be your answer to that? You might be a knucklehead if. If you have anything bad to say about Southland Christian Camp. There you go, right there, done. You know, and that was not talked about ahead of time. We don't that talk about that. was not talked about ahead of time. No, but I think that's all appropriate. I think we could have went in a lot of directions there, but you went in a really good one. So here we are in Psalm 61, and, and what I like 
uh, about the psalmist, and, and I know this is Psalm of David, and things we go through, is David just puts it out there with God. Mm-hmm. And, and folks, if there's any lesson, if there's, you know, this is a, a, a great God. He's a just God. He's a wonderful God. He's a pure God. You know, talking about Philippians there, 4, 8. Uh, Philippians 4, 6, be careful for nothing. And so David's just putting it out there. He's being careful for nothing, Stephanie. He's, he's letting God know what's happening. Notice how I combined mm-hmm. Psalms. I did. With? Philippians. Yeah. So two people in the whole world memorized Philippians in their life and got married. That was Stephanie and, uh, and Charles. But here we are. So hear my cry. Hear my cry, O God. Verse number one, attend unto my prayer. So right away, come and I'll shoot praying again. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the cover of thy wings, Selah. For thou, O God, hast heard my vow, vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. He shall abide before God forever. O prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him. So will I sing praise unto thy name forever that I may daily perform my vows. And, and once again, we're thinking context here, friends, uh, for this psalm is David's dealing, many believe, with Absalom. And, uh, you know, and it's another rebellion. And they're trying to get David and David's praying and he's worrying and things of that nature. And um, there's so much going on. I think that word abide almost means like enthroned. It almost, it, it, has, it has so much meaning there when you look at that verse. But what, what came to your mind, Stephanie, before I shoot through there? Uh, what came to your mind as we went through Psalm 61? I think it's a beautiful, um, this is one of my favorite psalms. Now, wait a minute. Every psalm we read, you say that. Yeah, I love psalms. Psalms yeah. is one of my favorite books of the Bible. Maybe I should just sum it up that way. Um, no, but I'm not judging you. Verse 1, I see just that cry of desperation where it's, hear my cry, oh God, there's that intensity there. And he's begging God um, just to, yeah. to pay attention to him. You know, yeah. you have that story where you talk about Daniel when you came home from a tour of duty, taking your face and saying, Daddy, I'm right here. Look at yeah. me. Yeah. And it's like David is trying to grab God's face and say, God, I'm right here. Look at me. Pay attention to me. Hear what I'm saying to you. And it's that and that's not a bad thing. No, no. And God wants us. He, we're to cry out to him as our father. As live our out loud father. with God. Maybe don't live out loud with your whole world, but live out loud with God. He wants us to be crying out to yeah. him. Yeah. Um, he's told us to ask, to seek, to knock. And I love how he says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I almost get that picture. I, whenever I see the, think of this, I think of when I felt like I was drowning um, in the midst of PTSD, in the midst of multiple traumas that had stacked yeah. up. And hard times bring you to that place. Yes. And David obviously knew what that was about. Many people probably who listen know what that's about. Yeah. And being li- literally where your heart is at a point where sometimes breathing 
you have to think about breathing because your heart is that overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, we worked with situations this week where there was ladies wow. in that position of their heart being that overwhelmed. Working with their situations took my heart to that place of being that overwhelmed. Yeah. And it drives us to the Lord and drives us to say, God, you have to lead me to the rock that is higher than I. You have to, you almost picture where he draws us out of the, that deep water. Yeah. And he brings us up and he plants our feet on that solid that, you know, you think of a stormy ocean and, yeah. and being put up on that, on a rock that's a safe place above the storm, above the waves. Yeah. And then verse three where David says, thou hast been a shelter. No, I want to go back to verse two, though, for okay. a second, because I think this is pretty cool. I like where you went with that. You know, speaking again well, of spiritual geography. Three goes with light. I was going to say it's a light. Well, a the first four all go together. Right. You know, but I got to go back to this, okay. to, to this term, the end of the earth. It's speaking of a spiritual geography there, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it's speaking, you know, we, we felt like that. Hey, I'm at the end of the earth. You know, there's nowhere for me to turn. It's the worst place ever, you know. I forgot to. So some people forget to mute things like their phone and their watch. But anyway, and, and, and here's the cool thing here. He said, from the, you know, from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. And, and, you know, I'm telling you, friends, I, I know that maybe even today you've been at that place. I mean, right? Oh, yeah. Maybe today, maybe this morning, maybe saying maybe goodbye right to people. Maybe right now. Maybe right now you're in that place where you're overwhelmed. And then you say, lead me to that rock that is higher place than me. And, and you know, we, and I think that's what praying to God is all about get into that higher place, get into that higher platitude, get into that place where you live differently, Stephanie, mm -hmm. where, okay, but go to three now. I just wanted to say that no, I, the end I of the appreciate. earth really grabbed my attention there. Yeah. Well, in verse three, I just, I picture a storm when I look at verses two and three. Yeah. And a storm or a battle. And when I think of verse three, I picture like a lighthouse. Yeah. I picture that place where there's that light shining, that light from heaven. And what's that Mary Lynn Geldren, so Van Geldren? Oh, yeah, the name of the Lord is a tower of strength. Yes. Yeah. I always think of that now since mm -hmm. you've been singing that song. And Yeah. Yeah, and that's... And a strong tower that... gets you away from the, the, the idiots, the knuckleheads, the urchins, the snakes, the crocodiles, the alligators, the terrible things on earth, the... The, you know, the Cretans, the, mm -hmm. uh, the, the knuckleheads. I mean, a tower puts you up above them. It's like being on that high rock. It's, mm -hmm. it's like having that visual. So so in my house, in the downstairs bathroom, you may have saw that picture of the lighthouse from mm -hmm. Germany with the waves splashing all mm -hmm. around it. And, 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 and that's, boy, that's a good expression. That's a good expression. All right, I'm leaving you alone. Three is, I'm just there. I, I, think, I think the folks and I who are listening to this podcast are in that place where we're in that lighthouse where if we were down below, we'd be getting slammed by the waves and the troubles and the crazy ocean and crazy everything. But we're on that rock that's higher. We're in that lighthouse. Yeah, and so David, I love the way in Psalms, God inspired David. God created us to, to envision things in pictures too. That Jesus used parables. He used pictures. He had David use pictures. Um, now, how do you say pictures? Pictures. <laughs> how long no. has it been an X in that word? Any, anyway. Pictures, pictures. All right, all right. So we're even now, folks. I won't do it again. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead, man. Yeah. I deserved it 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're okay, though. Um, 
But yeah, it's like I love the way David uses that, those images that give us something that it's just not. She went to her thesaurus thing. real quickly. She, she's like, picture image. You, you noticed know, facsimile. She didn't know where to go. I mean, all that thesaurus in her mind was just, it was blipping by 100 miles an hour. I, oh, I love the way God uses images too. And I will abide in the tabernacle forever. And in, in the tabernacle, and, and I think it's important. Uh, that we all understand the tabernacle was that place that was guarded and cared for. It was the Holy of Holies. Even the enemy believed in the tabernacle, believed that was the place you went to communicate yeah. with God. And, and and so, so I mean, David is here in these first four verses and, uh, and talking about under thy wings, the covert of thy wings. And Stephanie, as we've said many times, uh, Psalm 91 mm -hmm. was memorizing that, actually memorizing it and quoting it when the, uh, when her dear husband was martyred. And, and uh, I think, you know, D David's saying that prayer can transform us to that tabernacle. Yeah, and prayer is our strong tower. You know, yeah. we, we, we want to envision in our brains, um, we tend to say, well, I have to go to this place to be able to do this. No, God has now given us that access wherever we are, whether day, night, it makes no difference. Last night at four in the morning, I was crying out to God with a friend in prayer and it was the middle of the night. And, you know, the first thing I did when we prayed our little prayer meeting in the middle of the night was thank the Lord that he was listening to us at three thirty to four in the morning. Yeah. And it didn't matter. It didn't matter if we were a mess it didn't matter if i was confused it didn't right. matter if my brain was in shambles yeah. i was i could go to my high tower in the middle of the night and you can and, and, and we can every single person yeah. there is no set place no there is no set time the the lord jesus christ is available you can do it from 102 there in the inn at southland christian camp that's right or you can do it from israel or cameroon or wherever you are, wherever you are right now, you can go ahead and do that. But I like the transaction or the transition that happens here in verse number five. For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. And, you know, David made a lot of promises to his people and a lot of promises to God when he became the king. But you know what he's saying? It's like that moment you have, Stephanie, when you realize that God can hear you. God's hearing you. He's hearing what you're saying. He's he he transforms things. He uh, you know, there's a you know, that first time you realize that God is God. Mm -hmm. That first time you realize that God can change everything. And, and I think I think my friends, I think we're seeing that David saying, Oh, God has heard my vows. You've heard what I promise, and you've given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. And uh, what a heritage he's given all of us. He's given that to all of us. We have a heritage that, that, that is in the line of Jesus Christ. We have a heritage that God Almighty has ordained. Well, yeah, and I think yeah. there's a, there's, um, I actually have written in my Bible next to that verse, deputation. And sometime during deputation, when I was reading this, um, that the Lord gave me just, I remember going to Charles and saying, honey, yeah. We may not have a lot of money to our name anymore. We may not have 
a lot, but God's given us a heritage. He's given us what we called our missions family, what I still call our missions family. Those that have partnered with us, those that partner with us in this podcast, those who are a part of our family. You know, we were talking as we were driving today and I told you, you know, what a blessing. I have to choose to focus on the gifts that God has given those, that heritage since Charles death and Southland Christian camp for me is now, I mean, it has been before this camp, but this camp solidified it more, Um, you know, but Mike and Amy Herbster and Southland Christian camp have become a part of that heritage that God has given. And when you make that vow, I'm going to serve the Lord. I'm going to, my life belongs to him. It's, it's my reasonable service to serve him. Yes, there's sacrifice involved. Yeah. But God gives you a heritage. It's like children are a heritage. They're a reward from the Lord. That is what fellow believers, that's what serving God is. It's an heritage. It is. And thou will prolong the king's life and his years of many generations. Remember, God promised him a kingdom forever, that his influence would go on forever. And, and uh, he shall abide before God forever. And, uh, oh, prepare mercy and truth, which may preserve him. And uh, uh, just abiding, you know, the king abiding, we need to abide. We need to be mm-hmm. in that place. We need to be in that lighthouse with our prayer. We need to, we need to be with our faith where, where we know God. We made mm-hmm. those vows and they were real to us. Part of the problem is we make vows and they're not real to us. Yeah. Part of the problem is somewhere along the way we've made vows, we've done these things, and, uh, and we forgot our vows. And I think it's a really good thing as we look at this psalm uh, to say, what have we promised God? Well, first, yeah. first we promised them that we're gonna serve them. We've asked them to forgive our sins. We've, we've done those things. Well, is that real to you? I mean, can we put that away? And mm-hmm. then get to that place in verse eight, Stephanie, and then back to you to wrap this thing up. But so will I sing praise unto thy name forever that I may daily perform my vows. And I'm telling you, folks, I I know Stephanie might have a song for this, but I'm going to do her song. I rest in your love in a minute. I'm going to give you the professionally recorded version because I think that fits here. I do, too. I actually was thinking about that. David's rest in his love. So, I mean, how do we? And I know I always I always ask Stephanie, how do we, how do we, how do we? But think about this for a minute. (laughs) Think about this. We're living our natural life. Things are going awry. We're having to pray at four o'clock in the morning. And uh, uh I think an attitude of prayer, uh, uh, I think an attitude of joy, I think, I think an attitude of when you're in bad times and you've got absaloms in your life, and people have absaloms in their life. Oh, yeah. Uh, people, people have uh, souls in their life. Mm-hmm. People have people in their life who are literally trying to hurt them, deface them, ruin their careers, mm-hmm. ruin their lives. And uh, what lesson do we take from this with people going through that? Well, I think when, as I look at the first verse and the end verse, David starts out the, started off this psalm crying out to God, asking him to hear, hear his cry. He ends it with confidence and says, I will sing praise unto the Lord. You know, he'll sing praise unto his name so that he can perform his vows. And I go to the joy of the Lord is your strength. He is. It is. And when yeah. you praise God, he will, he will give you the strength to perform your vows. What the, he wants you to do. Folks, there it is. And, and I'm telling you, I think, I think what this is what we need to do today on the practical side. On the practical side, 
living out loud with God. You don't have to do it with everybody you're around. You don't have to be the spring butt when you're in Sunday school class or in church, raising your hand up and giving testimony of how great the whole wide world is to you, and especially God and how your kids are great and everybody's beautiful and all that stuff. But when you get alone with God, I mean, your life needs to be living out loud. You need to tell God what's going on with you. He knows what's going on with you. He wants to hear you surrender. He wants to hear you throw it all on the line. He wants to hear you say, God, these are problems. I want to be a better person. I, God, I, I want to get these thoughts out of my head. I want to get mm -hmm. these thoughts out of my body. I want to treat people better. I want to do I think that's what it's all about. I think mm -hmm. that's where we're at. I think that's what it's all about. No, I want to play this song for you. I rest in your love. That's actually on our first CD. It is. And so, so sing it last night. Sing it last a night. A lot floppier job that's on the than than is on the CD. But so two years ago, a week, two years and a week ago, mm -hmm. Stephanie was at Southland Christian Camp for the first time with yep. all the missionaries from Cameroon after Charles had been martyred. You guys mm -hmm. had to escape the country. All that yeah. she wrote this poem. And the poem was great. And then she sent it to me, helping, asking me to help her do a chorus. She set me up, man. You can't go backwards and do a chorus. I was writing some <laughs> of the stupidest things you ever heard in your life. But what does Stephanie do? She nails this thing. She puts it together. So this is written and, uh, and sang by Stephanie. And I really want you to pay attention to it. I think it'll be a great blessing to you. And, and rest in the Lord's love today. Do it. Do it. Be like David. Live out loud with him. child give me your each expectation wait on me my plan is best come to me and give me your burdens trust my love and i'll give you
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.